The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the, the after, after show. show. It's the after show, everybody. The show after the show, and we're going to leave... Uh, our host out of this because we don't want to get anybody in trouble. We just want to get ourselves in trouble. Aren't we the hosts? Yeah, we're the hosts. You mean we'll leave the guests? Guests, uh-huh. guests. Leave the guests. Leave the guests out of this. Uh, today we're going to do a side-by-side comparison, not between cigar versus cigar, but between Cigar Aficionado magazine versus Cigar Journal magazine. reason why I'm doing this is... Um, both of these magazines came to me about the same time. So they were both sitting on my desk one day and looking at it. And I go, wow, this got much smaller over time. Cigar Journal is Cigar, bigger yep. than Cigar Aficionado. It was the opposite not too long ago. So as I started going through each of them separately, um, it dawned on me that um, one is very, very cigar related and one wasn't and i said i'm gonna really dig into this and get a spreadsheet out and try to figure out what do we have here how many pages all this stuff so magazines like all traditional media faces many challenges in the digital age free online news uh is out there but uh, in cottage industries niche publications have performed actually very well going through digging into this information on it. Um, I don't know the exact numbers of these magazines, nor did I ask them, but they continue to be out there and and delivering uh, every single time they're supposed to put an issue out. Um, There are 220 million magazine readers in the U.S., according to some statistics that are out there. Do you believe that? I'm sure 220 million people go to a doctor a year. So yeah. right, so that counts. Yeah. That. That's the only right. place I read a magazine. Is I don't know how many. I don't know how many subscribers there are so anymore. So, do you guys read these magazines? I, I do, read Cigar Journal. I do read Cigar. I Journal. I do read Cigar Journal usually on the toilet. Yeah, but I do read it. I think uh, I peruse it for articles I'm interested in. Yeah, a year or two ago, I think uh, when you joined CRA. You got a complimentary cigar aficionado for a year. Okay. So I read it for a year, a year or two ago. Okay. So if it comes in, you read it. If it doesn't. So I've subscribed, subscribed? Yeah. (laughs) Since the very, very beginning. Um, At one time, we used to go through hundreds of cigar aficionados. Um, Not not the case any longer. but I continue as a person because I want cigar news as it comes in. 
The big top five magazines report 50 million of each publication that they print. The top five. People magazine, number one, 90 million average monthly. Wow. Imagine that. So People magazine. Um, is, that, is that subscribers or what they print? It's what they print. Right. Uh, but why would you print if, if millions more than what you need? I don't know. I don't know what they're up to, Jonathan. Followed by ESPN magazine. Hmm. And the fastest growing magazine right now is AFAR. A-F-A-R. Don't know it. Okay, me either. There are 7,416 print magazines in the U.S. 7,416 different magazines in the U.S. It's a lot of waiting room reading right there. So yeah. people are reading magazines, right? Fastest growing segment is special interest niche magazines. Like a cigar magazine. It's very niche mm-hmm. and people go to it, right? Turns out print is not dead, even in the cigar industry. So now I do the side-by-side comparison uh, just to see what's going on. So we have, on one hand, Cigar Aficionado. It had started in 1992. And we have Cigar Journal that started in 2006. It started off as European Cigar Journal, then uh, became Cigar Journal. And uh, it was even European Cigar Cult Journal. Yeah, they had a hmm. cigar named after the, I think it was the 10th anniversary of uh, Cigar Journal. D-E-C-C-J. Okay. All right. <laughs> so what I took here is issue one of 2022. So both magazines are issue one. On the cover of Cigar Aficionado, we have Don Corleone from The Godfather. Without a cigar. No premium. Nope. No premium. That's where this started. (laughs) So, nor did he smoke a cigar in The Godfather. So, here's a, here is a, he's not even alive as an actor. Right. Who didn't smoke cigars on or off the screen. No association to cigars. But it is the 50th anniversary of The Godfather, which um, People Magazine should be writing about, not the cigar publication of record. Maybe, 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 but it's 50 years old, a movie 50 years ago. I always make fun of this particular movie when the Cigar of the Year comes out, and I say, make The Godfather the the, uh, The movie movie of the year. Apparently, Cigar Aficionado (laughs) took me up on that, and here they are on the cover of of their issue one of 2022. Now I look at issue one of Cigar Journal. On the cover of it is Karen Berger. She is the queen of cigars. And she has a cigar in hand. Every cigar in Cigar Journal has someone with a lit cigar on the cover. Every picture, yeah. Every single time. Not so when it comes to Cigar Aficionado. Cigar Aficionado has 114 beautiful, glossy pages, as Cigar Journal has 164 beautiful, glossy pages. 50 more pages. Now let's look at advertising on it. Of Cigar Aficionado's 114 pages, 30% of them, 43 pages, are full-page ads. So take 30% away just in advertising alone. Let's look at Cigar Journal, 34 pages of full-page ads, 20% of the magazine. 30% in Cigar Aficionado, 20% in Cigar Journal, also with more pages, 50 more pages, remember. So you add the 50 more pages, it takes, takes it down to 10% less ads, right? 
Okay, now we have the rest of the publication. So take away the cover, take away the ads. We have 71 pages in Cigar Aficionado left. We have 130 pages in Cigar Journal left. Almost double. Almost double. Um, So 130 pages versus 71. Now we have to break it down and say, what are we talking about in those pages? So uh, in fairness, Cigar Journal is a bilingual publication. So half of the page is actually written in another language, side by side. Oh, okay, so, so so they're comparable in number of pages there of we go. non-advertising content. Yeah, we go. So just so everything's fair in the up and up here as we look at it. On Cigar Aficionado, besides ratings and letters to the editor, so both of them have letters to the editor, both of them have rating. Let's take that out. Six pages of actors' favorite cigars is Mm. what Cigar Aficionado has there. Shows a picture of the actor and shows what their favorite cigar is. Six pages of it. Does the picture match what the actor says? Which which we know is not the case. Which we know is not the case. Um, Cigar Aficionado, in this issue, has no news or stories about cigars at all. Not even one. Hmm. There's not one story about cigars in Cigar Aficionado issue one of 2022. There's one story of a cigar cutter, one page. Hmm. There's stories on watches, coffee, umbrellas, cannolis, big fan, pickleball, which has nothing to do with pickles, (laughs) non-edible, it has 15 pages on the Godfather movie. 15 pages on it. Ooh. It has about golf, travel, cocktails, and pitches and letters and ratings. So it's Esquire magazine or a lifestyle magazine of it, some sort. It is a lifestyle magazine That's why for they sure. put cigars so small on the front cover. It's just aficionado. <laughs> when you do this... And I don't mean to beat up Cigar Aficionado because, let me tell you, you have helped build Two Guys mm-hmm. Smoke Shop in 1992. When you came out, it was a big thing. But you've lost your way here as far as cigars go. I'm just saying, uh, being truthful as possible here, let's look at well, Cigar Yeah, That's interesting what Barry said. I'm looking at the covers right now. Cigar Aficionado has cigar in small font. Big font aficionado. Yeah. It's reversed on Cigar Journal. Big Big cigar, little journal. Yes. (laughs) So let's look at Cigar Journal now. They have uh, a cigar editorial. um, And I read the whole magazine. uh, And FYI, uh, May 31st is World Cigar Day. They're mentioning that in there. Um, They have Cigar News. Their cigar news is 14 pages long. Hmm. Believe it or not, even longer than the story of the Godfather. No, Godfather was 15 pages. They chose to do it on cigar (laughs) news. Cover story about the queen of cigars, Karen Berger, 10 pages long. Spotlight on the Padron Principe. They have a story on Nicaragua and their cigars. It's eight pages long. They have buying cigars in Madrid, Spain, another eight-page article. In there. Cigar Personality Spotlight. 
They have pairing cigars with espresso. They have a story on United Cigars with a picture of me. Maybe this is why I am, <laughs> I am so in love with this issue. <clears throat> Cigar Fish and I has been out since 1992. It's never been a story on no. me. After this, they'll definitely not be. But they had 30 <laughs> years to pull it off. They haven't. This is the 30th year for Cigar right. Aficionado, and they've become something different than they were. That's so, for sure. Th- th- this makes me think of, uh, are you familiar with the rap artist Lil Wayne? Yes. So I watched a video where he was interviewed, and they said, how long does it take you to come up with uh, 32 bars, which is roughly uh, the length of a rap song? And he said, well, if I'm working for somebody else, I can do it relatively quickly. If it's my own song, it can take me up to seven weeks to come up with two lines. And they said, how is that possible? And he said, because I've been in the game for so long, I've said so many things, I have to Google my own lyrics to make sure I'm not repeating myself Uh. (laughs) so I stay relevant. And I'm wondering if maybe Cigar Aficionado, because it's 30 years, they've said so much that they're afraid to repeat their content. The thing is, news is by definition new. new. So they could do news. They could. And they chose not to, yet 14 pages on Cigar Journal. And Cigar Journal continues. South Africa, growing cigars retail. Story on that. Uh, also ratings, smoky spirits. So they even take their liquor thing and add the smoking pot to it. An interview with uh, a world ambassador talking about cigars. Uh, cigar Company Spotlight, they have smokers' bookshelves, books about cigars, and they highlight them. Another company portrait of, of Italian cigars. Uh, beer and cigar pairings. Story about Alejandro Robania. What is Barry this right is somebody, for the magazine? This is somebody who passed away, mm-hmm. but he's a thing, and they write a story about him. Spotlight on the Padron Damaso which is maybe a Padron that's not highlighted all that much, and here they are highlighting it and talking about the Padron Damaso. The challenge of cigar shortages, a five-page story on that. Inspired by Love, the Sisters of the Leaf, story on them. Cigar History, the history of Romeo and Juliet cigars. Cigar Knowledge, Tasting Notes, Cigar Experiments, Smell versus Taste. Very interesting. Cigar Smoky Destinations, Mississippi, and they tell you we're in Mississippi to get cigars. Hmm. And the 50th anniversary, not of the Godfather, but the 50th anniversary of the Trinidad cigar. Hmm. Seems like just yesterday it came out. What a unbelievable contrast between two magazines that you would not even fathom that were different. Uh, one powerful and strong, and the other one very, very weak when it comes to the cigar content. So are you saying that one has more strength? That's what I was. I was throwing it up to you. It's time for the Strength and Character segment. Brought to you by Camacho Cigars. Camacho Cigars, the icon of uncompromised value. There are six pillars of character, citizenship, caring, fairness, responsibility, trustworthiness, and respect. And that's what we're on, the last one, respect. And with all due respect, and we're talking about Cigar Aficionado, um, an unbelievable thing that they came out first 
by all means. I used to read it cover to cover. That I learned so much from mm-hmm. Cigar Aficionado back in the day. They just simply lost their way, as far as I can see, in this issue. And uh, I, I, I say it with constructive criticism. Maybe they take a look at the end, or maybe they go in a different direction, or they've decided to go in a diff- different direction and just haven't told anybody yet. So respect. Treat others with respect and follow the golden rule. What is the golden rule? Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Yes. I like to follow the platinum rule. Hmm. Ah. Treat others as they would want to be treated. Not how I want to be treated, but treat you how you want to be treated. Because it's altogether different than how I want to be treated. I think you get it wrong a lot of times. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I tend to agree with Dave on that. I just say, I just say that's what I try to do. I didn't say I was perfect. Hmm. The golden rule. Follow the golden rule. Do unto others as you wish others. I would say absolutely that I do. Even when I'm being harsh, I wish somebody would be harsh back to me. And they have. I, I grew up with a very tough mother. Uh, mm-hmm. Still to this day. She's very tough. Very tough. And I like it. I like it. it. It's molded me into who I am today. But the problem is today, people don't like to be treated the way you you personally want to be treated. They want to be treated yeah, special. Angry. Yeah. Well, you brought, <laughs> brought some of those stories up to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling. Uh, but... It, it was always, you know, we know the golden rule, do unto others as you yeah. wish others do unto you. Um, you know, here I, here I am it, uh, doing a comparison. Maybe somebody's going to do a comparison someday of the Cigar Authority versus somebody else, somebody else's podcast. Or somebody does a comparison of Two Guys Smoke Shop versus somebody else's cigar sure. store or something. I would hope I would take it for what it is and learn from it and better that's, myself. That's actually, a, a, not to pat you on the back too much here, but that is something that you're very gifted at, being able to, to handle the constructive criticism. And you and I have had battles with the door closed. I believe one thing, you believe another. And at the end, whatever the direction is, whoever made the loudest argument, not the strongest argument, right. whoever made the loudest argument, that's the direction we're going to go. And it never gets brought up again. That's it. I'm smart, you're dumb. I'm big, you're little. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing you can do about it. Well, there we have it. So we're looking at Cigar Aficionado and we're looking at Cigar Journal doing a side-by-side comparison to it. And um, what it makes me think uh, as as I did this is when I go to a supposed cigar lounge and there's some legitimate cigar lounges out there that are cigar mm-hmm. stores that have a lounge and they still pay attention to their cigar business. And then we have some cigar lounges that um, simply have cigars so that they're able to have smoking in there. They don't care about it at all. And they're really about selling alcohol and the cigars are less than secondary. I mean, really no. be behind there. One person that we sell cigars to yep. that buys tons of them, and you buy a drink and you get a cigar automatically with it so that they can keep their percentage rate up, and they buy the cheapest, crappiest stuff they can possibly buy because they don't care about the cigars at all. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I look at this a little of there that Cigar Aficionado cares far less about the cigar industry than they certainly than they used to. They were my go to, mm-hmm. and uh, 
there was there was nothing there for me to tell you about a great article in here about cigars. What did I learn in Cigar Aficionado? Umbrellas? You know, it was the craziest stuff that was there. Pickleball? Never heard of it before. Hang on. Now, pickleball is probably the fastest it's growing huge. sport yeah. right. in the country right now. Not saying it should be featured in a cigar publication. I'm just saying that it's legit and you will hear about and it again. Dave, they say it's good for old people, so maybe you should look into I'll this look into it. I'll it's look giant into ping pong and there's not a whole lot of running. You'd love it. All right. <laughs> so as a businessman, I wonder why they simply just became a bar, a cigar bar. Why wouldn't you just become a bar and leave the cigars out and grow the audience by 99 times? And the reason why I say that is 99% of the people hate cigar smoking. They don't even tolerate it. They, they would not go there because cigars are allowed. A cigar person would still go in there and buy a drink. Mm -hmm. But 99% of the people won't go into a cigar bar because they don't tolerate cigars. So why would you, if you don't care about the cigar end of it, take the cigar bar aspect out of it and just be a bar? Why wouldn't you do that? I don't understand it. Well, in the state of New Hampshire, you'd have to serve food and maybe the, they don't have a chef. Whatever. It's not you know, the case all around the country. Dave, did you true. notice, do they take advertising from non-cigar sources and cigar aficionados? Yes. Like that Rolex alcohol? or whatever? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, when I put the side-by-side -side comparison, uh, with all due respect to cigar aficionado of the past, why don't they get rid of the word cigar and just call it aficionado? I got a question for Ed Sullivan before you go further. Did you buy your Rolex before you were a cigar smoker or after you were a cigar smoker? After. So it's quite possible that Cigar Aficionado influenced the purchase of that Rolex. I, I can't rule it out. I can't make a direct I'm not saying either. you saw it in the magazine, you right. went out and bought it that day. I'm just saying that it helped with the overall branding. You, sure. were, you were becoming a certain guy that you are now. You've grown up. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, and part of that journey was getting a Rolex. So there, there was some influence there. Still wearing a T-shirt. It's a green T-shirt. In March. Yeah. Well, okay. I had to. It has oh. All Saints cigars there on it. There we go. All right. Still wearing it from Saturday. It's disgusting. <laughs> so I'm just imagining Aficionado magazine. And if it became Aficionado magazine, 99% more people would possibly read this magazine. Mm -hmm. Cigar aficionado, I'm not a cigar smoker. I push it away. I'm not interested, right? Aficionado magazine, I like nice things. Maybe I read the magazine. And in Aficionado magazine is a story about cigars. And maybe I start getting influenced and maybe want to try a cigar someday. It's more powerful to the cigar industry if you took the word cigar off could be an argument here well, that maybe, I would make. Maybe, it would introduce it, people to cigars. May, maybe Maxim, they see the Maxim, writing on the wall. Maxim Magazine had stories on, occasionally has story on cigars, but it's more of a lifestyle magazine. Yeah. Not, so they're more helpful to the cigar industry right now than aficionados. This could be a pivot for them, and though. aficionado is. Doesn't even say cigar aficionado. <laughs> And I've heard people say that now. They call it aficionado, and yeah. they don't even call it cigar aficionado anymore. I mean, look at it. You have like a size 36 font for aficionado, and you have like a size 12 or 14 font for cigar. <laughs> Maybe they saw the writing on the wall, and they realized that the cigar industry is in serious jeopardy, and they have to pivot so that they can continue as a business. 
They could be the cheerleaders to cigars without being a cigar publication because they are less of one than they have been in the past. And uh, I looked to see when they made that change. Um, It happened in May of 2000. So it was 22 years ago um, when the cover changed from the uncapital to the small font of cigar. Mm. Notice it's a small oh, yeah. uh, letter also. It's not a capital C mm. in cigar. It's the first word in the sentence, but it's a small letter there. Uh, Kevin Bacon was on the cover with no cigar, and there was no cigar on the cover for the rest of that year. Mm. And it's year after year after year that they don't even put a cigar on the cover anymore. Yet they still call it with the word cigar aficionado in there. It has become a lifestyle magazine, and we're acting like it just happened, but it happened 22 years ago. That's when it happened. And here it is looking at it, and I said, they've, they've lost their way. Listen, they, it's a business, and they're about selling other things like advertising in there to non-cigar things, but I think it would go, as a business person, I think it would go better for them if they just became aficionado and still did that maybe they wouldn't have to put many many pages of cigar um ratings they could rate all kinds of different stuff and once a year put cigar ratings in as much as i love the idea of magazines dedicated to cigars it is not dedicated to cigars we should do an after show and a clubhouse call on what would go into making the perfect cigar magazine or cigar publication and everybody comes up with their criteria it's already out it's It's done cigar journal that did you hear all the things i read yeah in in this issue it's It's, unbelievable and i didn't say oh my god i got a good cigar journal Mm -hmm. magazine this is the time to end up comparing it the time was perfect both of them were sitting on the desk and i could see the difference in thickness of it and i said wow when did that happen that that switched over and then just let me look at this thing. And then it was, oh, my God. I, how many pages are ads? How many of this? And I started putting it down. As I put it down on the spreadsheet, I'm like, wow, what the hell happened here? Uh, again, you know, taking nothing away from um, they're the, they're the innovator. They're the, Marvin Shank and puts out Cigar Aficionado in 1992. Changed my business. The boom was already happening just a little bit. It escalated to another degree. It made made it look like it was uh, high end. You know, it wasn't a cheap publication. It was glossy and high end. Still to this day, I mean, it's a beautiful magazine. Yeah. There's just no cigar content in it, and there's so much information out there. And Cigar Journal has it. So uh, that is it for the after show. Um, it's a dream come true, or will it be a nightmare? 40 fans of the Cigar Authority will be joining us live in studio. We're having a three-day celebration with them as the Cigar Authority celebrates 12 years. We'll be in our 13th year, actually, <laughs> on the show. Yeah, wow. we'll make those changes there. That's going to be next week right here live on the Cigar Authority. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.